Hello, 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 and welcome to the Long Road Podcast. The journey goes ever on with the Long Road. This episode, music for hard times. In these strange times, thoughts from Steve on how humans have always sought solace in the, the comforting arms of music throughout the centuries. Kev's new feature, Kev's Cafe Corner, exploring Kev's self-diagnosed caffeine addiction and the results of my baking experiment from last week. The Long Road Podcast is exploring the world of the vagabond, the troubadour, the adventurer. The world isn't beige, it isn't processed, it's authentic, it's rich, and it's real. If those are the sorts of sentiments that make your brain light up, then hop on board. We are embracing all of those things, we are celebrating all of that, and we'd love it if you joined us on the journey. Greetings, I'm Chris the Bish Lydon. Welcome to the show. We're on episode 15. Glad to have you on board. So we're at the end of perhaps the most surreal week a lot of us will have experienced in our lives as, as the UK is gripped by the, um, the coronavirus pandemic. As the government's action plan goes into force, lots of us in the music, theatre, arts, entertainment industries, we, we find the next few months of our lives looking substantially different to how we thought they were going to. Um, Ever since Monday, uh, postponements, cancellations, changes of plan galore. Uh, my social media streams are full of people talking about the effect of self-isolation or or just social distancing, um, uh, the effect on their livelihoods. Musicians in particular often live quite hand-to-mouth existences and are often self-employed. Um, so safety nets financially are a bit of a long shot. Um, it's hard to tell from the government announcements actually how much help there is for self-employed people in the coming weeks. Um much of their attention is on big businesses and people in employment. Um, I'm hoping there'll be some digested information coming soon uh, that can help people like me, self-employed, whose plans have all had to change rather suddenly. In times of adversity, what can one do? Um, you'll hear Steve talk a little bit later as a, an artist and a human about reaching for the, the guitar when things get tough. I'm often the same, reaching for the piano or tuba, if, if nothing else, to distract um, from what's going on, but also to start to try to process things, work out a, a way forward. I think even in that act of creating sound, creating music, you know, creating a new song, I think that's uh, a positive step. I mean, it's a, a clunky phrase, you know, every cloud has a silver lining, um, but I think the meaning, the real meaning that I take from it is even in the worst situations, good things can come out of them. For many years, I've run an education project in a in a prison, teaching prisoners to read music and to play a brass instrument. Uh, maybe one day I'll do a, a podcast special on it. Um, and just about every week when we're in prison, I'll remind the students um, that you can always, always make something good happen. No matter how terrible things get, there's always some good that can come out of it. So in these strange and scary times i'm heartened by the basically universal commitment i've seen from fellow artists fellow humans to not let this thing beat us yes the next few months are gonna be hard we'll we'll work through it together and come out the other side and who knows perhaps some things will even be better the other side certainly some new ideas and some new creations artistic practical uh, will result we don't want this podcast to be all sort of doom and gloom this week um but I suppose a call to action from us at the long road here. Um, a, don't give up. Do something. Sing a song with pals over Skype. You know, Donate the cost of that ticket for that theatre show next week, which is now cancelled. Donate that to the theatre so that they have a little more financial stability in these uncertain times. 
you know, I don't know, download a digital sketching app on your iPad and start to learn how to draw something. Um, grab a book off the top of that pile of unread books that you've had for years and start reading something. And you know, keep the brain, keep creativity engaged. Um, B for for music fans in particular, you know, if a band has a website with a shop and you want to support them, even though you can't go to their live gig right now. Consider buying their last album. Um, you know, go onto iTunes and buy it. It's not the best cut that they'll get, but it, it's something. You know, buy their T-shirt, buy their mug, something. Um, those little acts will help. I mean, there are obviously many industries that will need support in the coming months and years, but obviously for me, the music industry is a is an important one. Um, so please do what you can to support artists who have just had the rug pulled out from under them. Um, a little gesture right now could go a very long way. Um, so despite the world turning on its head, um, I guess I've had a busy week trying to get reorganised, you know, plans are plenty, um, more to come in the weeks ahead about some of those plans, um, and a boring thing, I went to the supermarket this morning, um, wasn't too bad actually, um, some things were just clean gone, um, you know, toilet rolls, hand sanitizer, kitchen towel, just gone, um, fruit and red supplies were okay, not great, the meat supplies weren't terrible, Plenty of milk, bread, yes, plenty. Um, although no flour of any sort available. Um, I am a bit concerned for my Bishop's Daily Bread segment. If I don't have flour, how will I bake bread? Um, you know, there was no tinned fish, no no bloody baked beans, except the reduced deliciousness ones, you know, the ones with reduced salt and sugar. Blah. Um, I managed to stock up on the stuff I needed. Um, if I'm going to be at home a lot, I'll... I like to be eating good food if I can manage to get enough supplies for plenty of meals, I think. Um, Although one plan is to explore making the perfect pizza dough. More on that later. Um, I got supplies, um, some toppings, you know, ham, chicken, peppers, red onion, mozzarella, etc. But, alas, zero tomato products in the store, except fresh tomatoes. So there was no easy-to-use, like, pasta sauce out of a out of a jar or whatever. Um, so I have purchased a few bunches of tomatoes on the vine and done the slightly dull and laborious task of skinning them, um, scoring their skins and dunking them in boiled water for a bit to ease the skinning process. Hang on, is this, has this podcast turned into a favourite medieval torture practices podcast? Uh, I best get back on track. Where was I? Um, oh, yes, yeah, so the tomatoes are cooking down as we speak with a bunch of garlic and olive oil, salt, pepper, a little bit of balsamic vinegar, a dash of sugar... Um, so every few minutes I've got to dash off to, to stir them to make sure they don't spoil. Um, anyway, before this day is out, I'll hopefully have some delicious homemade tomato sauce to go with the other elements of my pizza. All homemade. I mean, yes, okay, I didn't home make the chicken, but I will cook it at home. Uh, and I didn't home make the ham, but it will be delicately sprinkled on the surface of my pizza, or, or two or three or four, and devoured. Uh, anyway, later in the podcast we have a... Uh, a new segment, new segment alert, a wooga, a wooga. Um, it's called Kev's Cafe Corner. Kev, the big man Moore, talks about some of his favourite places in the world and introduces us to somewhere where he satisfies his self-diagnosed and self-admitted caffeine addiction, uh, the local cafe on the player near him in Spain. So stay tuned for that. But before we hear from Kev, we hear from Steve Bonham with his thoughts on this weird week uh, and music and strife. Um, So good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Good morning, Bishop. Uh, Greetings from uh, my uh, self-isolation 
It's been a funny old week, hasn't it? Not a week you can uh, really get your head round yet. I've spent most days I switch on and, like the rest of us, head towards social media to find out what's happening to my friends and and, and others. And I'm less interested in the uh, 24/7 news repeating the same dire list of things going wrong. I'm I'm really interested in how people are coping with it and and how they're holding up. And it's been really sad this week to see so many musician friends desperate because their work has just been cancelled, their livelihoods are up in the air. And and here the um, uncertainty in their messages and their lack of hope in many ways. And it, and it made me think in these strange times how just, how important music is. Music's always been a, a kind of solace for hard times. It, it's where... Throughout history, we've gone when the world gets mad, bad and sad. It's where the slaves went when they'd been transported to America and took their their newfound Christianity and mixed it with the heart and soul of the lands that they'd come from to make some of the most powerful music we've ever heard. Songs like a wayfaring stranger that says, I know dark clouds will gather over me. I know my way is bent and steep. But beauteous fields rise before me and God's redeemed their vigils keep. Interesting in the the two world wars, in the first world war, the music we turned to was jolly and upbeat, almost Ridiculously so. (laughs) Pack up your troubles in your old kit bag and smile, smile, smile. And maybe in the uh, Second World War, it was more sentimental. In fact, I heard somewhere once that the BBC thought it was too sentimental and was going to undermine the uh, resolve of, of the British people. There'll be bluebirds over the white cliffs of Dover. Hmm. But music has always been there. I remember as a, a, a child, when I was sad or just tired, my mum would sing to me. I can remember her singing to me as I went to sleep. But also on the tedium of long, long, long car journeys, she would entertain with funny songs, encouraging even me, a reluctant singer, to join in. And I think all through my life, when things have gone wrong, it's, it's been my guitar I turned to first, before people. In that moment when you really can't believe what's just happened, I've always and still do, go and pick up my guitar. I remember very early on, sometimes I would just lock myself in a a room and thrash it for a couple of hours. And after a while, the magic would happen and um, the thrashing would turn into chords and the chords into new songs. 
I remember when my father died, I couldn't talk about it to anyone except musically. And I sometimes think I still am. So music's something for these hard times, whether it be sentimental or joyous or comforting. It has the way of cutting through the clutter in our minds, offering us hope, offering us thoughtfulness, giving us joy. So everybody who listens to this, find yourself a musician and give them a virtual hug. Now remember everybody that a virtual hug, social distancing still applies. I was thinking about what appropriate song of ours from the back catalogue we could play here, um, and there's one from a few years ago, um, back when Steve started making music again after a little little time away from it. Um, one of the first major things that we did is a was a fundraising tour for Ataxia UK, which was called Get Your Boots On, uh, back in 2013, I think it must have been. Um, so the idea was to walk the length of Hadrian's Wall, doing a gig each night at a different pub or venue on the route. Um, we did it. I mean, I didn't do the walk. I had to drive the van. Sorry, Steve. Um, but we raised a bunch of money and awareness for Ataxia UK uh, in, in support of our good old pal Tim, who now lives with Ataxia. One of the songs that was written sort of around that time that came out of that endeavour is called Walking the Wall. Okay, so the literalists amongst you have spotted the cleverly disguised metaphor. Well done. Um, I've always loved this song from the first time Steve played it to me and said, is that any good? And it's still on our set list seven years later. So yes, Steve, I think it's a good one. Um, The metaphor isn't too hard to decipher. You know, every journey requires one step in front of the other. Um, And sometimes you just got to get on and get on. Um, So here we go. This is Walking the Wall from our album Songsmith from a few years ago. This was recorded over in Ireland, uh, in Kong. Um, Remember, if you enjoy it, maybe consider popping along to Amazon or iTunes or wherever you buy your music and purchase in the album. Um, So here is Walking the Wall. Who am I to mourn? The words unrhymed, the notes unsigned From the pages torn Vagabond of circumstance Still riding in the clouds The lonely man, the horizon's edge Talks to himself out loud All my life I've been walking the wall I've been so afraid I was gonna fall And I'm waiting for this sun to rise I've been thinking that The shadow of my heart keeps calling Stepping out from this compromise All my life Walking the wall All my life Walking the wall Looking 
Tell me when did I speak so true? When through the arc of a summer's day, I caught a glimpse of you. Hundred perfect reasons to take the road again, but none of them make any sense when I think of you back then. Smith from 2014. Um, I'm also going to play you another song, uh, more recently recorded, uh, that actually Steve mentioned earlier on. Uh, it's called Wayfaring Stranger. So this is our sort of the long road revealed for this week, if you like. So this song has been recorded by loads of people over the years, but I really like the version that we did, uh, which features on our album Girl with a Rattlesnake Heart from a couple of years ago now. For those of you who are interested, harmonically, it's sort of it's modal, not a straight-up minor or indeed major, uh, sort of skirts around the edges of that kind of thing. Um, often features a sort of flattened seventh or flattened leading note for those of you who care about such terms. Um, with a song like this, it's basically sort of passed down through the generations. Um, and in fact, if you if you see the film 1917, it features in that, exactly in that way. You know, it's a song sung by uh, a, a lone singer to a group of, of hundreds of people. Um, as such, there's no sort of fixed melody or chords to it. It gets changed and altered with each iteration, really. Um, I love the bass line that Kev put down for this. It sort of keeps you trotting along, just the right sort of sense of motion to it. I love playing this one live. Um, when the chorus comes in and we switch from that sort of minor modal uh, mood to the major, it just it just lifts you up. It's great. So as dark clouds gather around us, the, the way is hard and steep. Um, the beauteous fields arise before us, uh, and I think this is one of those beauteous fields. So please enjoy Wayfaring Stranger. I am a poor wayfaring stranger 
stranger Traveling through this world of woe Yet there's no sickness, no toil or danger In that bright world to which I'd go
Welcome to Kev's Cafe Corner, a new feature, partly inspired by the Bishop's Daily Bread, and just something a little different to throw in the podcasts uh, every now and again. The three of us vagabonds in the uh, the long road are pretty well travelled, and um, through my time travelling around the world, I've managed to visit quite a few interesting and varied cafes along the way. Those of you that know me will know that... Uh, Caffeine is a regular visitor to the temple that I call my body and um, I have to get it wherever I can. I thought I'd start today with uh, the one that is down on the player near me, which of course due to uh, the circumstances we find ourselves in around the world at the moment is unavailable to me, but um, it's certainly the cafe that I measure most other cafes by when I'm on my travels. It's called Koi. Um, and it's on the player here in Mahaca, which is down on the uh, Costa Almeria in the very south of Spain. Now, I always enjoy taking visitors there just to see their faces when I order something, because I generally just order a, um, a cafe con leche grande, a, a large white coffee, and that's simply all I say, cafe con leche grande, por favor. And then sometime later... It's particularly impressive if there's more than one of you. So if there's like four of you and you order four large coffees, what actually arrives per person is a large coffee, as requested, a glass of fresh orange juice, a glass of fresh water, a donut, a volavant, and a small bowl of Bombay mix. Now, this, as you can imagine, looks impressive enough for one person, but when they bring it out for a table of four, you've basically got your breakfast there. And uh, per person, what they ask for this is one euro sixty cents. So you can see why it's become my favourite cafe. And when you consider that you have to take out a small mortgage or sell your grandmother to visit a Starbucks... And um, there's something about this place that it's just such a beautiful setting and the fact that it's so unbelievably cheap and that they're so generous with their, I suppose it's a version of tapas really, but uh, it, and, and it really causes people to go back there time and again, as you would imagine. Uh, but even, um, even the snacks they have on offer, they do really nice crepes with uh, bacon and uh, eggs within or um, ham and cheese or whatever and they're something like 2.99 so and you get two crepes so you, if you wanted a very small snack you can you can share a, a, a crepe plate between you because you get one crepe each you know um, and, and come away feeling fairly replete with comestibles and uh, and a not particularly empty wallet so yeah, that's pretty much my favourite cafe. In, in addition, I should add that um, Spanish coffee can be a bit dodgy. I don't like strong coffee. I like a lot of coffee, but not strong. So, uh, and they make it pretty good. And you can also, uh, very kindly, you know, if you ask for when um, pequeña jara de leche caliente, which is a very small jug of warm milk, they'll give you that for nothing anyway. So you can top it up and get the right strength of coffee water it down a little bit if you will so um out of all the places i've visited in in spain particularly that's that's my favorite um over the coming weeks i will uh, reminisce 
on some of the other cafes that I've uh, visited over the years. Um, and check that one out. I think you can find them on the net. It's Koi Cafe on Mahaka Player. And um, also, if you sit there, quite often the little local birds will fly in and perch on the chair and you can watch them play. Um, and that's just, just really nice, you know. Commune with nature and get a coffee without breaking the bank. What can I say? So, um, yeah, join me again next time when I shall take you to another drinking establishment. Take care. So that was the inaugural Kev's Cafe Corner. Kev, spelling his name with a K, thought perhaps, for japes, we might stylize each of those words in the title of that new segment with a K. Cool! With a K, we thought. Uh, on further examination, we decided, yes, that works. Kev's Cafe Corner, each with a K, fine. But we should carefully and deliberately never, ever convert it into an acronym under any circumstance. Never. Anyway, thanks, Kev. Uh, more from Kev's Cafe Corner in the weeks to come. The Bishop's Daily Bread this week. Uh, not much new to report, I'm afraid. Uh, baking's been rather sidelined this week by trying to, you know remodel every business model I have um, so we can survive the next few months. But the conclusion of my uh, crusty dinner rolls experiment from last week. So in fact the glaze of corn flour and water before baking the rolls, it worked really well. Um, they were crispy on the top and, and on the bottom uh, and soft inside. Good stuff. I was very happy. Um, batch 2 was the other option which had the ice cubes in a tray underneath them whilst it baked. Um, also good. Tasted good. Crispy. Good stuff. To be honest, you would have been real hard pushed to tell the difference. The cornflour glaze was perhaps a little easier, just because it can be ready to go, and it takes a second to mix up. Whereas if you don't got the ice ready to go, you can't just bung it in. But my conclusion, either way worked. Um, ice feels more authentic, I guess. So perhaps I'd choose that route to satisfy that sort of purist streak in me. This week, as alluded to a little bit earlier on, I'm going to maybe investigate pizza dough time allowing. Um, I've made pizza dough plenty of times in the past, uh, but never managed to sort of master it or, or be consistent to, to the style that I like. Um, I like it thin and crispy. So often it ends up thin, yes, but a bit bready, soft. Um, tastes great, but often not quite the right texture. So I'm going to explore that a little this week. Um, big thanks to my pal Amy, um, who's over in Switzerland. Um, she's made a suggestion for an exploration of uh, a new sort of bread, new to me anyway, a bread called Zopf, uh, a traditional Sunday bread over there, a white bread platted, a grand plan, and I shall add it to the list, although I'm not sure how well my bread machine will cope with, with doing the platting for me. ah ha 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 Thanks for listening, everybody. As always, it is much appreciated. Tell your friends, um, you know, in these times of impending self-isolation, perhaps, we all need some new content, so message your pals, let them know about this. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, we are now on Spotify as well, so check us out on there. Just search for The Long Road Podcast, you'll find us. The next episode will be out next week on Friday the 27th of March, 2020. Um, you can check out past episodes on artisan-creative.com uh, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, let us know what you think. Um, 
You can find us on social media. You just look for Steve Bonham and The Long Road on Facebook. We've changed our page title this week, actually. Um, that's our main social media channel. You can also check out our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash stevebonham01. All of our music is on Spotify and Apple Music and on iTunes, so go and have a listen. If you like it and you'd like to support us as artists, please consider buying something. So, thank you once again, brave adventurers, vagabonds, and explorers. Remember, the world isn't beige. It's authentic, it's rich, and it's real. Embrace every last bit of it. Until next time, the journey goes ever on with the long road. Bye for now. Bye.